All About Microsoft, Episode 2, recorded July 14, 2012, Windows and Toronto. All About Microsoft is brought to you by Premier Microsoft, your premier destination for all things Microsoft, PC, phone, and web. We're the best Microsoft fan site in the web, talking Windows 8, Xbox, Surface, Windows Phone, and more. Visit PremierMicrosoft.com to get the latest news from Microsoft. Hey guys, welcome to All About Microsoft Podcast. This is your number one destination for all things Microsoft. It's been a tough week here in the office for our team. We had major announcements recently, so keeping up with all the news has been nothing short of hard. Unfortunately, we didn't get to fly to WPC in Toronto this year, but that's okay because Microsoft provided a live webcast, so we decided to stay at our offices instead. Now, Microsoft has been piling up the news lately, so let's go ahead and get ready for another action-packed episode. In our last episode, we spent some time looking at Surface, the new Microsoft tablet. I don't feel like we gave it enough airtime this time around. I want to talk a little bit more about the specs and how it compares with the iPad. So if you visit PremierMicrosoft.com right now, you should be able to see a blue banner about the Surface versus the iPad. And if you look at that article, we have compared the specs from the Surface versus the iPad. It's kind of telling if you look at those two specs, you'll find that many, you'll find that there's a lot of similarities and a few differences. So actually Surface is really much on par with the iPad in terms of features and technology. And mind you, this is the brand new Surface going up against the third generation iPad. So this is a pretty big deal here. Now, if you take a look at the specs here, so for example, on the screen, uh, the Surface and the iPad both use TFD Active Matrix, but the difference comes in that Surface uses HD Clear Type, while the iPad uses IPS technology. The iPad has no input device, while Surface RT has a 3mm keyboard, and that also functions as a trackpad. So that's a huge, huge bonus win for the Surface. Surface sports a micro SD and micro HD out. So key, key things right there. USB 2.0 as well. So of course the iPad doesn't have anything uh, of this nature, has no connectivity whatsoever. Microsoft interestingly also announced a dual band Wi-Fi antenna for Surface, claiming it is the best Wi-Fi antenna in any tablet as of now. So that's that's pretty big news and of course it's a web consumption tablet, a, a web tablet. Uh, so Surface really needs to have really, really good Wi-Fi in order to compete in, in the tablet war. Now this is kind of funny, if you look at the, the specs, Surface beats iPad in thinness by one millimeter, the iPad beats Surface in weight by one gram. So it's like super, super close. You can tell these two tablets are top elite players, you know. Surface also comes with a more durable construction, the famous vapor mag construction that Microsoft talked a lot, a lot about. Uh, Panos Panay, who was one of the design engineers for Surface, actually explained everything from how the sound of the clicking mechanism works to the, to the 22 degree uh, angled uh, Surface tablet and how all those little details are really really important to get right so kinda interesting there uh, of course Apple doesn't talk so much about development they do make good hardware and we have to admit that uh, but in this case it seems like Microsoft packed their tablet with more features and more technology so we have to look at the price and see where that goes but if you check our website at premiermicrosoft.com and see that article and you should find a nice uh, 
um, I guess um, you could call it like comparison uh, table where it shows you all the specs side by side so that's pretty neat now moving on to the big news of course Microsoft's worldwide partner conference at Toronto uh, we had some amazing news about Windows 8 and basically some uh, not necessarily product announcements but more little things that we knew about but Microsoft had never really confirmed so for the folks who don't know what WPC is it's basically a Microsoft conference that talks about Microsoft software and hardware partners and what they're doing to impact customer consumers sorry so this year's conference was held in Toronto uh, last year it was held in I believe Los Angeles so this year it was in Canada and once again hosted by Microsoft executive John Roskell so what we learned is pretty amazing here because Microsoft has confirmed in this conference that Windows 8 is officially on schedule Tammy Reller who is a Windows chief financial officer and chief marketing officer said that Windows 8 will RTM this August and will be ready for public launch by late October so that means we're really hitting the same uh, roadmap same schedule that Windows 7 had so we're completely on schedule Windows 8 should be ready to launch this October so mark your calendars for that right there Microsoft also demoed Windows 8 on several brand new machines that are expected to arrive from the likes of Lenovo HP Asus and Acer some of those PCs are really amazing and never before seen so that was kinda cool they also demoed some Qualcomm uh, Windows RT tablets and uh, running the ARM chip and the ARM processor once again Windows 8 will be the first version of Windows to run on the ARM uh, architecture so from what was shown there's no doubt that Microsoft is well I guess really busy making sure that its partners are doing good Windows 8 machines and that they're building a good ecosystem so that Windows 8 can really shine now there's some eye candy too one example is an Acer laptop which doesn't yet have a name uh, but shown at the conference it had a backlit keyboard a super responsive touchscreen so this is super cool because it's a touchscreen on a very ultrabook so a very high ultrabook so as far as the enterprise machines go I would believe a good entry uh, was the Lenovo touchscreen monitor it had wide angles excellent touch response kinda like the HP uh, touch PC but really really a nice and more of an enterprise machine for sure so also the famous Lenovo yoga tablet yoga tablet slash uh, ultrabook was shown and the Samsung second generation Samsung series 9 was also shown running Windows 8 now the, the interesting thing here is that the second gen series 9 is a Windows 7 machine you can purchase this right now uh, running um, I believe it's the Ivy Bridge processor of Intel's new uh, processors and um, the cool thing about that it's a Windows 7 machine but at the conference they showed you that you can of course you can upgrade to Windows 8 so this is a Windows 7 machine upgraded to Windows 8 and it runs just like you thought just like as expected beautifully so that's pretty cool and moving along Microsoft's Tammy Reller also demoed Windows 8 to go now Windows 8 to go is a really cool feature unfortunately may not make it to the consumer uh, for them to check it out but anyway it's a stunning technology that allows users to like easily carry their entire computer in a flash drive so all the system files all your apps everything is on a flash drive now the flash drive is pretty big 32 gigs and uh, the drive is completely encrypted, BitLocker encrypted, can be plugged into any PC, and then that PC boosts boots into the Windows 8 to go um, 
uh, desktop environment. So you got your your flash drive with all your computer files and all your operating system. It's just basically a portable computer. You plug in in any USB port, and boom, you're into your Windows 8 system, and you're working there and doing all that stuff. So um, that feature is there. Um, at Toronto, Microsoft also announced that Windows 8 is the most tested OS ever in history and with millions of downloads for both the consumer and the release preview. Uh, they had previously said that Windows 7, its predecessor, is the most successful, note this, the most successful operating system in history. We're going to get to the numbers in a little bit. But first about Windows 8, um, Microsoft will also be able to uh, quickly track down all the bugs. And I think this is a really, really big issue because Windows 7 was as good as it is and is as good as it is because uh, of the great feedback and the bug feedback that Microsoft received. And for Windows 8, it will be just like that. It will be the same story. So you're going to get a very clean, sophisticated, but bug-free OS. And that's a very important part of the Windows story here is making sure that these operating systems work like you expect. They don't have any bugs. Sure, they may have one or two malfunctions. That's why there's Microsoft support and all that. But the main idea is that the bugs are minimal, if non-existent at all. So important here that uh, either you download the release preview or just check it out. It helps Microsoft and it helps make a better product. Now let's go ahead and take a quick break and uh, for some ads here. Uh, now you know where to get the latest Microsoft news. There's a lot of places. There's a lot of websites. There's only one up-to-date continuous website, Premier Microsoft. This is even easier now because they have bought their own domain name. And so if you listen to our site, you can just visit PremierMicrosoft, all one word, dot com. You get in there, the latest news about Microsoft, updates, your Xbox Live. We even give you the Xbox Live status. So you can check that out for any gamers who, oh my god, I can't log into Xbox Live. It's all there. All the information's there. Uh, new announcements that Microsoft has made. Everything's there, screenshots, tutorials. We have a very good tutorial up there, how to edit and mix MP3 files. It's a great tutorial for any person who wants to learn how to use their computer in order to create and produce good quality music. So it's all there. Go check it out, premiermicrosoft.com. Now moving on, Microsoft announced during the WPC keynote, here it is, the Windows 7 figure it has sold to date, 631 million Windows 7 licenses. Now. Last year, they announced they had sold 450 million. So this is, um, you do math, it's 20 million licenses a month. So very consistent even up till now. So Windows 7 is a big cash cow for Microsoft. We also learned that despite some rumors, the adoption of Windows 7 in the enterprise is not only huge, but steadily growing. Check this figure out. 50% of the enterprise has adopted Windows 7, and more than half a million desktops per day move to Windows 7. So obviously that's some really great news for Microsoft and the Windows team. Windows 7 has enjoyed incredible success in the enterprise and like I had said Microsoft has Microsoft claims and does say that Windows 7 is indeed the most successful operating system in the history of mankind. Of course the problem now is that businesses are too comfortable with Windows 7 and that's the thing about being good at something that you need to move your users if you're innovating and that's the definition of technology innovation when you're innovating you have to drag all the people who are happy with your previous product into the new lands 
You know what I mean? So this is the problem Microsoft has, and so that is why they have built some great enterprise features. Uh, BitLocker is still included, uh, a very popular enterprise feature there. It's still included in Windows 8, and a lot of interesting new Windows 8 features are really being geared towards enterprises. Because Microsoft's idea is to get you to upgrade, is to get your business to upgrade to Windows 8. Now, we still have to see how Windows 8 will be adopted by companies, but Microsoft has worked really hard to integrate group policy support, BitLocker encryption, and other great business tools into the Windows 8 platform, so to get them really incentivized and motivated. Uh, some more news, this one's about Bing and Microsoft's online services, MOS as it is called. Rumors have flown by that Microsoft is setting up the so-called Bing Fund in order to track more investor and advertisers to the Bing and Microsoft advertising platforms. So the statement for Microsoft is not there as of yet, but if you visit bingfund.com, you kind of get the impression now the website's up and running. Uh, when we found out this news, there was this little uh, text image that said, uh, you have found so-and-so, coming soon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but now it's up and running, so you can get more information there. Basically, they'll ask you uh, your company name, your information about your company, and all that stuff and they'll try to get you uh, up and started so this is basically for startups or uh, small businesses you get themselves up and and away on the web and and Microsoft will help you with that so that's the Bing fund um, so there we go the other thing I wanted to talk about and I'm sure you've heard about it is listeners of this show probably you know know about Bing and know that it is a Microsoft search engine but the thing is Bing is actually causing Microsoft to lose money and that Microsoft is spending and investing on the Bing platform, right? Investing on the services, investing on the integration, uh, you know, these partnerships with Facebook and Twitter that Bing has, they don't come cheap. So Microsoft has to, you know, keep paying the bucks. And the problem with that is that they're losing money because the, the revenue that they're getting is not making any profit. In other words, they're not getting enough revenue to cover the cost that they're investing. So because of that, analysts are saying, well, Microsoft, you should just sell Bing to Facebook or sell Bing to Google or whatever. But that's, this is not actually the, the right way to operate. If you look at how Microsoft has been doing things, they do lose money in the beginning, and that's how everything works. Xbox lost a lot of money before it became the best-selling console in the U.S. for now 18 consecutive weeks. So it's really all about perseverance. Uh, just this month, Google lost 5% market share to Bing. So this is just a testament that something obviously is working and that Bing is up to some amazing things if they just keep persevering. So Microsoft, keep Bing, keep doing what you're doing. Talking about Bing, we had some bad news. Microsoft announced it will be taking a $6.2 billion write-off after having purchased a quantitative in order to compete with Google. While this was super gloomy news, Microsoft stock didn't seem too affected, and in retrospect, the a quantitative deal had always sounded kind of goofy, so, well, nothing good came out of it. Microsoft may have taken a hefty write-off, but they followed the bad news with a really, really good acquisition. At the WPC Toronto conference, Microsoft announced it had reached, quote, mutual and definitive agreement to purchase Perceptive Pixel, a company who is a leader in multi-touch displays. Now, this would obviously make sense for Windows 8, since Windows 8 is built over touch and touch first. At the show, former president of Perceptive Pixel demoed Windows 8 on a huge 82-inch Gorilla-covered display. 
Now, these are the same displays that CNN and other high-level news organizations use to like cover the weather and like show you around the maps and stuff, all that. Those are high-level corporate displays that Perceptive Pixel has been making for some time. Perceptive Pixel uh, seems to have the patents for a lot of the multi-touch technologies that both the iPad and other devices nowadays use. So it's important that Microsoft has now acquired them, getting their patent portfolio into their own hands. And also important for the development work they're doing for Surface and other great products that may be in the making at the Microsoft headquarters. So if you want to know a little bit more about this, you can check out Premier Microsoft. Microsoft acquires Perceptive Pixel. That's the name of the article. You check it. You can check it out there. Uh, there's plenty of pictures in there, and uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, some other good news: the U.S. Navy has signed a 700 million three-year deal with Microsoft for enterprise software. Uh, previously, the deals were standalone, but due to some stricter regulations, the Navy was forced to consolidate its licenses under one agreement. The Navy expects this will further efficiency and productivity, and I believe it will. I mean. Having everything consolidated just brings everything in a much more easy package and it's better for you know both the front end and the back end. You can also find more details at premiermicrosoft.com. Uh, the agreement carries until 2015. Uh, some products don't go on forever and this is a bit of a sad news department. Uh, Windows Home Server has officially been killed. Uh, the great new Windows 8 Server Editions are you know, overshadowing the death of the Windows Home Server, a product that many knew and loved, but never got any traction in the market. Windows Home Server is expected to be supported until 2025. Microsoft is replacing Windows Home Server with the new Server Essentials, which is expected to provide domain-based features and other Windows Home Server features, but the problem is it'll be four times the price. The thing I think about this is home server is not a very consumer oriented product just because people don't use servers anymore. The web and being able to upload and the cloud and all these things have allowed people to uh, be able to manage data in a very economical way, almost basically free and using the power of the internet and the cloud, they don't have to use servers and they don't have to buy $400 pieces of machines that, you know, function as servers so this is really much for an enthusiast and I believe Microsoft's take is well it was a lot of money supporting and they were just gonna go ahead and scrap it and just gonna start anew with the Windows 8 server so I think this is a good thing I know a lot of people who you know love Microsoft have been crying the death of Windows Home Server for a little bit already but it's okay you know there's better products it's unfortunate that Microsoft had to kill it, but you know these things happen, and there's going to be a, a, a better product soon. So hopefully the price will come down a little bit, or if not, people who don't need it don't have to buy it. They can use the internet and the cloud. Microsoft also announced as part of its big push for Windows 8 for the business that will be releasing various flavors of Windows 8 Server, and Microsoft had previously said it will only have two versions of Windows 8 clients. Uh, one just called Windows 8 and the other one just called Windows 8 Pro. Now this just in, uh, some news and reports that Microsoft may be scrapping the, the DVD disk and you won't be able to buy Windows 8, you'll just be able to buy the upgrade to Windows 8. So if you have a Windows XP, a Windows Vista, a Windows 7 machine, you can upgrade to Windows 8, right? But you can do a clean install apparently because Microsoft may scrap the, the disk from the Windows 8 uh, product line. 
that's a rumor we don't have anything confirmed but it would make sense this is the way apple has done it for some time now and it's just more simple and just keeps the consumer happy without them having to handle discs and all that thing um so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the versions so we have windows 8 and windows 8 pro i think this is a good change for you know windows fans and uh the community in general it hardly makes sense to market a windows version as six different things that continue to get better and with more features. I mean, why just not have it all? You know, the Windows Anytime Upgrade is also being scrapped in favor of add features to Windows 8, which has a simpler and more concrete UI. Now, various testers have already said it is much better than Anytime Upgrade. Personally, as a Windows user, I never bought the Anytime Upgrade because I was happy with Windows Home Premium on my machines. I believe this excessive flavors of different versions hurt Microsoft both in the eyes of consumers and investors. People even had websites and articles talking about how Microsoft screwed itself by having so many different versions of Windows. And people laugh about that and unfortunately that is a point that Microsoft had to fix and they did fix. So I am happy for them. I believe this is the right move for consumers, the right move for them to, you know, keep their keep their Windows 8 uh, their their windows uh, lineup up in the eyes of consumers. It's just an important image thing that needs to be done right um, So yeah, I mean That's the way Apple has been doing it as well And this is the thing that people expect now, you know, you need to keep your operating system simple and easy So people can use it and purchase it now just having Windows 8 and Windows Pro is not only much easier but each version also gets greater market push and thus you know it does better with consumers so both win Microsoft wins and the consumer wins it's like when you spread your defenses too thin you get nothing in the same way consolidating your efforts to two or just three versions is much better than spreading them on eight or nine and this is what Microsoft has done with Windows 8 so you know we should applaud them for that effort of course I hear Microsoft's argument you know they have a wide customer base but instead of appealing to different customers with the wide array of versions, they alienated and confused many of them who decided to drop the, you know, drop Apple a, a visit. And with Windows 8, I believe Microsoft is trying to get back those customers who did leave and who say, you know what, Vista is too complicated, 7 still too complicated. You know, so Windows 8 will get it right and is going to bring some people who long simplicity and just long things nice and simple. Recently, Premier Microsoft. Uh, our sponsors reported that Windows 8 was having troubling bugs so they had this article up on the site and uh, the troubling thing was that the computer was shut down with the critical error Microsoft had released patches to some of these bugs but not all of them and it only seemed that this bug was affecting the Ivy Bridge and Sandy Bridge uh, processors in new computers so this basically any new Windows 7 computer coming out this year or last year uh, Texas found workarounds and we were able to fix things one of the workarounds as Windows expert Paul Thorat pointed out was installing the Hyper-V client, uh, the Hyper-V software into the Windows 8 client, and that seemed to fix the problem. But Microsoft has indeed released an official fix. You can download it through Windows Update, and if you can find this, it, probably because it's already in your system, it's it's a critical update, so it's going to be you know part of your Windows 8 thing, and you shouldn't be able to have that problem. Again, so all, all that is fixed. Now, the, the interesting thing here was that Windows 8, as part of the Windows 8 development, Microsoft had already fixed this bug internally, and uh, the later builds did have the fix, but because Microsoft didn't know that this bug was present in the release preview, 
uh, they hadn't, um, you know, they weren't able to get that fixed. Before we leave, I just want to give you a quick uh, software pick or software recommendation, and that's Microsoft Expression Design. Now, for graphics, I know there's a, a lot of people use Photoshop, Photoshop Elements, and so on, Corel Draw. There's there's various software, but for me, the best Windows software that creates great graphics at an affordable price is Microsoft Expression Design. Um, the folks at Premier Microsoft use that to develop and do the graphics for their website and it's really really good software for basic graphics you don't have to get anything deep or anything it's just you know you want a nice banner a nice little graphic you can do it in Microsoft Expression Design um, you can buy the whole suite Expression Studio for about 400 bucks so that's a good deal you get Expression Web Expression Encoder which helps you uh, produce video and audio and you also get expression uh, screen capture allows you to get screen uh, record recordings of your desktop take pictures and screenshots of your desktop and you also get web capture and uh, and design so there are about four programs that you get for 400 bucks so that's a good deal um, let's go ahead and wrap it up guys this has been a production of premier microsoft your premier destination for all things microsoft at premiermicrosoft.com uh later guys thank you for listening to all about microsoft and have a good one